Blog Talk Radio. We are the UR Tennis Network. Our mission is to be the voice of tennis. We enlist a team of passionate enthusiasts to promote our sport. We strive to bring interesting perspectives on the many spins of tennis. Our goal is to provide the learners of our sport with current news and information from many angles. We seek active participation from communities interested in tennis, but tennis is not interested in them. We are expanding our outreach. Tennis is a true lifetime sport that needs to be talked about, and the UR Tennis Network pledges to pursue this idea relentlessly. Tennis fans, especially you high school fans, welcome to the Yellow Ball UR Tennis Network, where you will find all your tennis news. This is your host, Coach Denise, bringing you the FHS TCA perspective on high school tennis. We are the new kid on the network, only in our second year, and we want to thank the CEO of the organization, J.P. Weber for allowing us to join this fine network. Uh, J.P. Weather, we coach tennis. Uh, is a, you can find him on uh, social media, and you'll be listening to him on the station. On Tuesdays, you can hear Lisa Stone and her Tuesdays Parent and Asin uh, group. And, of course, yesterday, uh, hopefully, You've got a chance to listen to Chuck Reese's American Tennis. Every Wednesday, the legendary coach has his instructional series, which should be a must for all you new coaches. Each week on our broadcast, you can be hearing from high school, college, or professional coaches or tennis pros. Our guests will also include educators organization leaders from the FACA, PTR, USPTA, USTA, and others, including our partners who occasionally will drop in. Our broadcasts can't help but occasionally overlap the other great tennis broadcasts on the network. Since if high school tennis is an after-school sport and not an after-school activity, we should be building a bridge from recreational to competitive tennis, which could be the pathway to a continuing and rewarding lifetime experience. We are blessed to have partners like Wilson Tennis, a leader in the sports industry for over 100 years. I've seen much of what they've done. I wish I could be around for the next 100 years to see what they have planned, but you know it's going to be great. Uh, Team Connection Tennis is the FHS TCA Clodier. And, uh, of course, Florida Tennis Magazine allows me to write two articles every issue in it, and they are a major supporter of high school tennis. You can find Florida Tennis News in there, Worldwide Tennis News, and, of course, you always find high school tennis news in Florida Tennis Magazine. Flagler Insurance and the American Integrity are bringing you our first awards luncheon uh, October 8th. 
at the FACA workshop in uh, Orlando, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. We will conclude it with our annual, with our first, actually, annual award. We've given our annual awards in the past, but this will be the first time that uh, we've done it with a luncheon, hoping to, that we might be able to uh, sit there and not only recognize people that have been helping support our organization, but build a foundation for the uh, future so that we can do the things that we would like to do. And of course, as an FACA member, all FACA members are entitled to go to the workshop for free. And uh, the only cost of the uh, workshop is if you want to uh, take the FHS TCA uh, Tennis Team Coach Certification. And if you do that, that's a one-time $35 course, and um, you will uh, be able to take an online test afterwards, which the test will be all the outstanding uh, speakers that we have uh, at the uh, workshop. And, of course, as you know, this month we've had, it's been all uh, – Speakers at the uh, workshop have joined us. Last week you've uh, listened to uh, Scott Williams from Scott Tennis, and uh, we appreciate everything he does. And Scott is the, is the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Tennis. And uh, I am very thankful for the response that uh, we've Seen from last uh, week's broadcast, uh, seems like uh, many of you agree with what uh, Scott and I talked about, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, it's great hearing from all of you and your comments. I also want to remind you that uh, we're going to give you our view, but the station is always open to your view, too. Uh, don't be bashful. You know that I speak my mind often. Uh, every week I ask the question, is high school tennis at your school an after-school activity or an after-school sport? And uh, I look forward to hearing uh, your uh, comments. So you don't have to agree with us. All we ask you to do is be respectful uh, let's try to stay on the issues and let's not get uh, personal because tennis is truly um, bigger than all of us. Uh, it's a great game that's uh, been around for a long time, and our job is to sit there and respect and honor the game. So uh, if you have a different point of view, by all means, tell, tell us about it. Today... We uh, have our keynote uh, speaker uh, for the uh, workshop, uh, the tennis portion of the workshop, I should say, the FACA, uh, the Florida Athletic Coaches Association. The workshop uh, at the Orlando Mall will include other sports. Uh, the FHS TCA is the tennis arm of the uh, FACA, and of course we do the uh, tennis portion of the training, and 
Coach Chuck Greasy, the former uh, Clemson uh, College Hall of Fame uh, coach, uh, who's now at the Citadel, uh, will be our keynote speaker there, and hopefully he will join us pretty soon and will be our uh, guest. Those of you taking the um, FHS TCA tennis team uh, coach certification will notice that the way you move up the, the uh, line from being a certified tennis team coach to a senior to a master is not by giving us more money, not by it's by your attendance in USTA events, in USPTA events, in PTR events, your uh, participation, your number of years coaching, your experience. And, of course, with our connections with human kinetics, one of the things that we always encourage is your continuing education. We have an obligation as coaches to stay abreast of what's going on. So um, Coach uh, Creasy's uh, Coaching Tennis book, uh, which is still in publication, is one of the uh, books that the FHS TCR uh, Tennis Team Coaching Certification Program uses uh, as uh, points that you can earn to sit there and move up the ladder. Uh, last week's uh, Scott Williams also has a book that uh, is on our list, a, a book that was published by uh, uh, Human Kinetics uh, 2. And... Um, we have, we believe that uh, we want to sit there and try to make those new coaches coming into the industry a little bit more comfortable than some of us were when we came into the uh, industry. Uh, if we can reduce the learning curve a little, then it's going to make the uh, high school players and the parents uh experience in the high school tennis a much more rewarding experience. Uh, if I would, I'd like to tell you while I'm waiting for uh, Coach Creasy to come, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about our partner, Wilson Tennis, as uh, those of you that know that participated in our All-Star uh, tournament every year, we try to send our seniors off to college with fine memories and a uh, a tournament Wilson has been part of that from the beginning. Uh, we naturally use the Wilson tennis balls. They've always provided goodies for the coaches and the um, players there. And uh, of course, the players and coaches have always looked well because Team Connection, uh, our FHS TCA clothier, has uh, always sat there and dressed them so that, uh, you know, they they look like uh, they were uh, enjoying themselves out there. Uh, I especially like to thank Flagler Insurance, uh, not just for this year and allowing us to uh, have a, uh, a luncheon for the first time. They were, uh, as you, you've probably seen their Add in uh, the last issue of uh, Florida Tennis, um, they are a big part of what we're able to do. Uh, they and um, 
uh, Roxanne Malone Dentistry, uh, I think it's Family Dentistry, uh, uh, they've provided the lunches for the players the last couple of years, and they've been uh, continuous supporters, and we uh, thank those that are coming. I do need a count for uh, the restaurant on Saturday, so I ask you if you are going to uh, uh, attend the luncheon after the workshop, uh, you can go right to the FHSTCA website, and you can um, go to PayPal right there and register there for the luncheon. The first 100 people that attend the uh, lunch will um, receive a, a hardcover mystery novel from Florida's own David Beckwith. Uh, they'll also re uh, receive a uh, $10 raffle ticket uh, because Wilson again will be um, providing uh, rackets and uh, tennis bags and cases of tennis balls uh, that we will be raffling off to try to make some uh, money for our 501c3 not-for-profit organization. I will remind you that we don't have no dues that we are part of the uh, FACA. Uh, if you have an FACA membership, you are a uh, uh, FHSTCA member. So uh, we, like any not-for-profit organization, need revenue to do the things that we try to do every year. And we especially thank our partners uh, who uh, help us achieve these things. But uh, if you want to join us for the luncheon, the luncheon is only $25. You'll receive a $29 hardcover book. You'll receive a $10 raffle ticket. And uh, you'll receive a fine uh, Italian uh, lunch at the restaurant right there in the uh, Florida Mall. Uh, it's an Italian restaurant. Let me see if I can uh, remember uh, the name of the uh, restaurant. It's uh, Boca di Peppo Italian Restaurant. It's right in the mall. So we'll return uh, from the uh, tennis court. Uh, our last uh, presenter uh, will be through at uh, 11.50, the luncheon is not till 1.30, so it'll give us plenty of time to get uh, the 10 minutes away from the Gatlin Tennis Center uh, back to the uh, Florida Mall. So let me tell you about uh, the workshop while I'm waiting for uh, uh, Coach uh, Creasy to uh, join us. He still isn't uh, with us. Uh, but um, let me uh, tell you, I gave you uh, Thursday's presentation. I will remind you that Thursday uh, is the uh, FHS-TCA board meeting at 7 to 8 o'clock at night. Jane Hollinger, our president, uh, will be uh, conducting the board meeting. And if we have time at the end of this president presentation, sorry, I will... Um, 
I'll give you John Denise's perspective, uh, which includes some of the uh, bylaw changes that I'm uh, looking to uh, recommend to the board. Uh, but remember, uh, I, last week I heard from a few people, and they said we didn't hear John Denise's perspective, and we were wondering what uh, you were going to present. It's not important what I'm going to present. What is important is your view. Uh, the organization is not about me or anybody else in the organization. The organization is about high school tennis and what we can do to improve it and make it a rewarding experience for the high school players and their parents uh, there. Trying at some point, we will, uh, hopefully, the Lord willing, will, we will see uh, high school tennis as a sport and not an after-school activity throughout the state and throughout the country because Florida is no different than many other states where uh, high school tennis and for most of the uh, state is an after-school activity and not an after-school sport. But working together, uh, we can help uh, make sure that in every school it's an after-school uh, sport and not an after-school activity. Friday morning, we moved to the Gatlin Tennis Center. And those of you that haven't been there, uh, this summer I was there for the first time in almost two years. I was very impressed with the job they have done and uh, improving everything there. It's a beautiful facility. You people in Orlando are very fortunate to have that. Friday morning, uh, we will start off our uh, presentation uh, with Scott Ingrid coming from uh, Kansas. Uh, Scott is a gentleman I've been blessed to know for many years. We worked with the uh, uh, World Scholar Athlete Games at the University of Rhode Island um, years ago to, together. Uh, this is the second time he's come out to uh, Florida to help us with our presentation. And he will open up Friday's uh, session um, with uh, double drills. Uh, at 10 o'clock, we have uh, Ed Duffy, a PTR, USPTA elite professional, a USTA volunteer uh, from down in uh, uh, the West uh, Palm Beach area. Uh, and uh, he will be uh, doing drills who, when, why, and where. Uh, at 11 o'clock, we have our keynote speaker for the weekend. We will be working him a lot. He said we can't work him too much. Uh, so um, I've taken Chuck Reese at his word because he has so much to offer. And uh, he will be uh, doing a presentation uh, drills from A to Z. So uh, if those of you that haven't uh, seen the legend do uh, workshops, I think you're going to be uh, blessed. I know you're going to be blessed to see him. We will then take a lunch break, and then uh, Scott Engie will return, and uh, he will do a serve and um, volley drills, the importance of serving volley. Some people say the serve is the most important stroke in tennis, and uh, if it is, then the return of serve has to be uh, 
the second most, and he will get in that with his servant volley and trying to put pressure. Uh, at 2.30, uh, something that we started a long time ago because I'm always reminding the coaches how special they are and how much knowledge they already have before coming to our workshop. And we asked them to share their drill exchange. So we do a drill exchange, and uh, a lot of times you'll get something new out of that. Sometimes you will uh, get something that you used to do, and you'll say, gee, I used to do that drill. Uh, why did I stop doing that? Uh, so we ask you, uh, we ask everybody to participate in that. Uh, at at three thirty, uh, Joe Curtis, uh, high school coach from uh, Tampa, uh, outstanding player, uh, college player. Uh, he will be uh, doing a, a presentation on the court. Two, he will be doing some doubles. One of the things we hear a lot in, um, from our college coaches, and as you know, I try to have a college coach on the broadcast uh, every week, is that too often many of the players they get from high school aren't prepared to play uh, doubles. And um, as you've noticed, uh, I think the past seven or eight years anyway, I try to make sure that doubles is part of our uh, presentation every year uh, simply because I'm tired of being beaten up by the college coaches that we're not doing a uh, a good job with that. So if we work together, uh, we can help make the college coaches' job a little easier. Uh, and then we will return to the mall because from 5 to 6.15, uh, in the evening, uh, we will, uh, Coach uh, Creasy will again uh, be doing a presentation, and it will be stimulating the learning. And he's talking about addressing the last 20% in that presentation. Uh, I was hoping, I'm, I'm still hoping because we're still early in the presentation, that he comes aboard pretty soon because that was one of the things I wanted to uh, uh, have him address and why that topic there because those of you that are into high school coaching and have been coaching understand that the average uh, high school coach um, doesn't have a team that's made up of five players that are going on uh, to college or six or seven, <clears throat> excuse me, that most of the time, if you're lucky, you have one player there. Uh, the good teams have two or three, but then you have some um, good tournament players on there, and we have recreational players there. And as a coach, you're responsible to address all of their needs. Uh, so I was happy to see that addressing the last 20% because uh, I know it's going to be very important to high school coaches. I have a bias like everybody else does. Uh, I've never coached college uh, tennis. Uh, as most of you know, I come from um, a uh, basketball background, coaching basketball before I coached uh, tennis, but I 
I do believe that the high school tennis coach is the toughest job in the world uh, because you're talking to individuals playing a team sport. Uh, you're talking to, uh, uh, like I said, because of the breakup of the uh, makeup of the teams, excuse me, you have some players that are looking to go play uh, college. You have some players that just want to enjoy the high school experience. You have other players that are there only because their friend is on the team and they were talked into it. You have some players that the guidance counselor told them that uh, they're looking good for college and maybe having uh, some offers, but uh, you really should be involved in the uh, uh, sport. Uh, Every year at Sebastian River High School, uh, I would get some of our A.B. uh, players uh, coming in to their senior year. And uh, you knew during our player-parent meetings when I asked them why they were there, they would tell me straight up. Their uh, guidance counselor suggested they take up a sport, and everybody said that tennis was fun. Tennis should be fun, but the greatest asset tennis has is that it gives you the chance to compete. And competition, as you've heard me say before, is not a bad word. It's an important word. Uh, Our high school players are going to leave high school and hopefully go on to college, and they're going to be competing there. They're going to be competing for grades. If they're playing in a sport, they're going to be competing in a sport. Uh, They're going to leave college and go out into uh, uh, the corporate world or the business world and some function, whatever they do for a living afterwards, they are going to be competing. So um, uh, I particularly enjoyed uh, Coach Greasy's broadcast yesterday. He addressed this uh, some, and uh, hopefully if he uh, uh, joins us pretty soon, I hope nothing is wrong. Uh, it's, uh, I'm surprised we've talked about uh, the broadcast, and uh, he wanted to be part of it, and he announced on his show, which I listened to yesterday, uh, to stay tuned to our show because he was going to be on. So I just pray that uh, uh, everything is uh, okay. The workshop, like I was saying before, what we try to do is we try to make sure that the learning, there's a learning curve in everything, no matter what it is. Uh, And we try to make sure that the learning curve for the new coaches, and and not just for the new coaches, because you're learning, uh, there's too many of you older than I am, and um, hopefully it's not just because I'm dumber than most people, but uh, I learn every single day. And uh, uh, I think it's important to sit there and listen. Uh, we pray that most, a lot of you listen to this program, and we hope that we have something to give you. But I think there's so much to learn from listening and finding out what the people's objections are, who they are, how do you sit there and form a team. Uh, I've been um, a high school coach for uh, 20, tennis coach for 20 years, uh, 
years ago, I developed a program. I actually uh, got it from the World Scholar Athlete Games. Uh, God, I don't know how many years, at least 15, 16, 17 years ago, uh, and uh, started having player-parent meetings before and asking the uh, players to sit there and we get to know each other as a team. It's hard to become a team if you don't know and love each other. Uh, and Scott Williams uh, last week, I think, gave you some uh, great insight, some uh, important uh, insight. Uh, you know, you talked about feed your face, faith, I'm sorry, and doubt will starve to death. Uh, you know, no question about it. Uh, I also believe that if you that knowing what's expected of you, having rules, and knowing that this is what's expected of you, it's easier than to become a part of a team. But you have to love each other, and does love each other mean that you always have to be nice to each other and make excuses for each other? In my opinion, no. Um, loving each other uh, means that uh, when your friends in uh, about to get in trouble, uh, don't wait for them to get in trouble, but tell them beforehand. I've learned over the years that one of the hardest things uh, to do is for a person to give of themselves and talk of the of from themselves, and it was something that, truthfully, I struggled with uh, for about four months. I tried to get somebody to do this broadcast rather than me. I felt a younger person could do a better job. And I still feel that, truthfully. Excuse me. <laughs> but, you know, you have to sit there and you have to be able to tell each other about each other. And with the player-parent meetings that I conduct, everybody knew, knew that at Sebastian River High School the first Wednesday in September – uh, the first Wednesday in October, the first Wednesday in uh, November uh, was player-parent meeting uh, th that evening, and we would sit there and talk and tell of ourselves. And that's a hard thing to do, for, especially for kids in high school. Uh, they would rather go out and run and run and run than to give who they really are. So it's something that's hard to get them to do, but eventually if you get them talking, uh, it can happen. Uh, you also lose some players. We had to sign a uh, parent-player contract uh, so they knew what was expected of us, and we they knew what we expected of them. Uh, and being able to uh, do that because somebody – didn't want to do it, it doesn't make them a lesser person. It means that they didn't fit into this group of people. And you you don't know if you fit in or not unless you can truthfully talk with each other and tell them what you like and what you don't like. And uh, this is what we try to do with the uh, parent-player uh, meetings during this uh, time. So... I am, if you, I'm going on here a lot longer than I wanted to. Uh, I'm 
getting a little concerned. This is not like uh, Chuck Reese, uh, but uh, hopefully uh, he is okay and will be joining us uh, soon. Uh, let me go to last week's uh, broadcast for a minute. Uh, one of the things that, uh, well, my own bias, I was presently surprised. It seems as though uh, I remember two or three broadcasts before that I had uh, uh, Scott Williams on. That this, I had comments about if this was going to be a religious show or not. And uh, I stated it wasn't, but I appreciate hearing your views, and I asked for input of why you thought so and everything. But uh, I think that Scott addressed it a lot better than I could address it, why, what you expected of people, how he could sit there and be the same coach to Tommy Haas uh, who it looks like he's, you know, he wants to go out. He's not ready to retire yet. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch this coming year. And to the high school teams that he's coached, and as being the director of the um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes Tennis uh, and what he's doing there. But it's what we do as coaches is we sit there and we borrow from other people. Uh, I sit there and have read Coach in Tennis, Chuck Creasy's book, I don't know how many times. I've given the book out uh, to coaches that worked for me. Uh, I've lost all the, the copies I had but one, which I uh, won't let out because uh, – Coach Greasy has uh, signed it for me with a little message in there, and uh, it's something that's a keepsake. And plus, it's kind of beat up now and nasty because I use it. I, I continuously use it. Who we are, we all stand on the shoulders of other people, and we all borrow things from them. And I borrowed much from them, and sometimes – and one of the things I talked about are uh, having a drill uh, exchange at the uh, workshop on Friday. The uh, yesterday's broadcast, Chuck Creasy talked about the uh, black door, uh, which he has in his uh, book, and those uh, that have gone through my program. Uh, over the years in the uh, Sebastian River High School, all know the story of the uh, Black Door. And being that I haven't been that actively as a volunteer coach, I don't set the agenda no more at the high school. I just volunteer my hours. Uh, I haven't heard that the last couple of years. So it was great to hear the story. But that story, the first time I heard it and uh, used it for a lot of years was in Coaching Tennis, Chuck Reese's book. So especially your new coaches, I'm hoping, uh, I know the book is still in publication, 
Uh, and uh, hopefully uh, when he comes to the workshop, he'll bring some of them with him. And those of you that don't have the book, I really suggest that uh, you sit and get the book because it's important. And a lot of short stories in there, a lot of uh, quotes in there. Uh, I I enjoyed talking. I would have I've been really besides concern uh, this evening. I had looked forward to a great conversation. I did want to contradict him. I know it's hard to contradict the legend, uh, but I did have one thing that on this broadcast yesterday that I wanted to uh, uh, discuss with him. Uh, I'm afraid I'm not going to get the opportunity. But uh, I think I, I think we mentioned in the last week, and uh, I'm not sure if we gave credit to where it came from, but uh, I, I think it was Scott that said it, concern yourself if not with what you tried and failed in, but what is still possible for you to do. And uh, I had forgotten where that was, and I looked it up because. But that's uh, that's Pope John, uh, the twenty third, had said that. So, a lot of times when we're referring to saints, uh, they do come, you know, from different religions. But we don't get involved with religion. I mean, uh, but. I think there's a lot to learn from it. I mean, the, uh, the why are the ten uh, commandments important? Do they do they sit there and tell you you can go out and do anything you want to do and uh, don't worry about it? No, they give you a guideline of what uh, has to be done. And I think one of the things that Coach Creasy was talking about on yesterday's broadcast is that we have to be careful that we don't sit there and just make excuses uh, for people. Uh, if you don't earn it, it's hard to really respect it. Uh, the coach says often if it's easy to pick up, uh, it's easy to uh, put down. So, uh, you know, I, I think we – we have to sit there and let players know what's expected of them. We have to be truthful with them. We have to make sure we sandwich any uh, uh, negative uh, guidance we try to give them with positive uh, stuff because uh, by the time we get them in the high school, they've already heard too much negative uh, comments all over the place, and I think what most coach, uh, one of the struggles that you have, I know personally I had over the years, is when I saw something critical that I thought had to be dressed, is how do I make sure I dress it in a way that the uh, player knew uh, that I wasn't putting them down, I was addressing a problem that had to be addressed if they were going to continue on the journey that should be a positive journey. And, you know, the the journey of life is a bumpy journey. Uh, I think the great thing about tennis is uh, it helps us with that journey because 
a tennis match is like a crisis management course. Uh, I believe the game of tennis uh, can be broken down into time. Uh, You're either looking to take time away from uh, uh, your opponent or you're trying to buy time. I mean, why do we move somebody from side to side so that they don't have time to set up? Why do we hit the ball harder at somebody to make sure they take time away? Why might somebody like me, when they get older uh, and they're uh, not and they've slowed down, why do they sit there and try to hit slice to sit there and buy time? So we're either trying with the direction of our ball, what type of ball we make, the contact of our ball, deciding when can I take time away from my opponent, uh, when do I buy time. Uh, in high school, particularly, I think most of us sit there and say, keep the ball deep. If you can keep the ball deep, uh, the person makes a mistake back at the uh, end of the outside the baseline. Uh, that, that mistake doesn't have to mean they lost the point, but there's a short ball. Then what do we do? We encourage them to attack that short ball because now they've given us the opportunity to take time uh, away from them. Uh, why else do we want to keep them deep? We want to keep them deep because an angle begets a better angle. And if we could get in a position where the person gives us an angle where we could take them off the court, uh, they're not going to have time to address that ball the way they probably would like to. Uh, I think the one, the biggest change that you see today with the rackets and the technology and the play once you get into the good level of college play and in the pros, you watch the game as being you taking the opponent off the court. But before you can do that, you have to have be in a position to do that. So that means if I can keep the person deep, if they make a mistake and now I have time to sit there and create an angle to take them off the court. You know, so when you boil down to the game of tennis, I think it's a game of time. And what is life? It's a time. You know, how many people, you know, don't take the time? I hear people all the time saying, I tried tennis, but uh, I just wasn't good at it. Well, were they not good at it because they didn't put enough time in it? Did they not make enough mistakes to realize why they were making those mistakes? And now they uh, find out what the corrections are to make them a better player. So it was probably time, the reason that I hear that quote, well, I just wasn't good at it. Uh, They didn't allow themselves to make the mistakes. Uh, They didn't realize that uh, it's mistakes that yesterday's mistakes are what make us uh, who we are uh, today. Uh, Everybody... um, sits there and uh, it's going to make mistakes. The thing is, uh, you know, are you learning from the mistakes? I think it was uh, uh, the old Navy Navy quarterback that uh, worked for uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, a great quarterback that uh, said that, uh, 
you know, I only lose, and maybe it wasn't now come to think of it, but somebody said the phrase, I only lose when I don't learn something from it. And I think that's so important, and I've always tried to make the point to uh, uh, players, are, are you through playing uh, tennis? Well, no, Coach. I have another uh, match next week, and hopefully we're going to get to districts. So then you didn't lose. You're learning something. Can you tell me why you lost that match? And I make it a point never to ask those questions right after somebody's lost um, I think one of the things, another thing that Coach Greasy has in his book is when, you know, when we teach, he talks about scheduling, the importance of scheduling uh, in the book. But uh, when is the time that we give the information out? It's just as important as the information you have. Because if the person is not ready to receive the information, you might have the best information in the world, but it's not going to do any good if the person is not listening. So especially uh, to you parents listening, I ask you, please, uh, do I, uh... Coach, are you there? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm hanging in there. Sorry it took me so long to call in. Is this Coach Greasy? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've been greasing up my prick as I've been beating it off. Yeah, well, sorry about that. I've had uh, – this is the second time that there has uh, happened, uh, and it was a different number, too. So, uh, hmm, Interesting. Well, let me get back to, uh, let me do two things uh, now. Uh, I'm afraid uh, Coach Greasy is not going to be uh, with us. I, don't, I will find out after the show what happened. I pray uh, it's nothing uh, serious, but uh, we will uh, we will see. Uh, but let me remind you that uh, Team Connection is the FHS-TCA uh, clothier. Uh, when you look to get your team uh, uniforms and everything, remember them. Please remember the people that are supporting us. Uh, Wilson Tennis, the odds are if you attend the uh, – Luncheon after the workshop, the odds are you're going to win some type of prize because Wilson has just been the greatest to us, and uh, uh, they are, and uh, it'll be interesting. A hundred years, uh, what they've uh, done uh, is fantastic. But uh, the other uh, people that we uh, want to thank is um, I want to thank the network for one thing, J.P. Weber, we coach tennis. Uh, those of you that are on the social media, on the Facebook, I really, I really suggest you go to that their site and then stay tuned for his broadcast. Uh, Lisa Stone every Tuesday has an outstanding uh, broadcast. And um, yesterday, uh, uh, Chuck Reese uh, sat there and he um, – did like I did today. He his guest wasn't able to show up, but he talked, and uh, 
the difference is he does a much better job uh, than I do, but his show is always uh, worthwhile, especially uh, uh, when he's sitting there with his instructional series. Uh, your new coaches uh, get coaching tennis uh, book. Listen to the broadcast every Wednesday at noon, and mostly I shouldn't say listen to the broadcast Wednesday at noon because most of the uh, broadcast are not uh, broadcast that uh, people listen uh, live to. They listen at their own convenience. This is the great thing about uh, blog talk uh, radio is that uh, you're able to listen to the broadcast at any time you want to listen to the broadcast. Uh, I never listen to uh, Chuck Reese's show, uh, you know, live. Uh, It's usually uh, uh, late at night or in the morning. Uh, I, I did listen to a show yesterday. Uh, last night after the show was over. But this is the great thing about Blog Talk Radio. So we thank uh, J.P. Weber for what he does. I also uh, have to thank Jim March and Florida Tennis. When it comes to uh, tennis in uh, Florida, uh, Jim March is... Mr. Tennis, I mean, he's been uh, doing this for so long, and we appreciate uh, all he does. And, of course, uh, Flagler Insurance, um, and and I really shouldn't just say Flagler Insurance because uh, it's his whole network, uh, Ron Scalzo's whole network of uh, the group, Dean Street Insurance, uh, Flagler Insurance, the uh, uh, American Heritage, well, I know one of his uh, carriers, uh, what he's brought to uh, our organization. And I, and I think it's important, people like uh, Ron and people like Roxanne Malone, who had children going through the high school system, and I hear too often People saying uh, the problem is parents. Well, parents don't have to be uh, the problem. In Ron Casey, he was a, a volunteer high school coach uh, in soccer and in uh, tennis because he had girls in each sport who have gone out and are very successful uh, today. Uh, but uh, he's still given uh, long after his. Uh, children have finished high school. So I think it's important, and this is why I like the parent-player meetings, I think it's important to sit there and remember that the parents are giving you the most important asset that they have, and that's their children. So, uh, you know, recognize their concerns. Uh, I've often said uh, the only two real sane uh, parents uh, have really probably were my wife and I. And uh, sometimes, truthfully, I wondered about uh, Bobby. And, of course, Bobby says, you know, she agrees with me, except for those times she wondered about me. So 
parents, you know, can be a problem for you, but more times than not, they're going to be an asset to you, to your program, and the high school tennis. So please uh, try to culture them, keep them around, and if you're as fortunate as we are, uh, with uh, Florida High School Tennis Coaches Association, you're going to have, you're going to find somebody like Ron Scalzo that's still given uh, today, long after they stop coaching. And then you're going to find people like Roxanne Malone, who's just getting into the coaching of the high school uh, tennis and everything after her children uh, went off to college. So uh, there are uh, assets out there. We just have to go out and uh, cultivate them. Now, uh, being I do have a little time today, I will get to some of the comments I heard uh, last week is that I uh, didn't uh, give the John Denise perspective, and you are right. So uh, let me give it to you today. There's a couple of the items that I will uh, bring up at the uh, board meeting. Is uh, I'm going to ask that the board meeting uh, be expanded from 16 districts to the 24 districts. Uh, one of the reasons is that uh, we would then be aligned with the FACA. The truth of the matter is when we started this organization and uh, I, w- I lined us up with eight regions being the uh, USTA Florida, eight regions, uh, thinking I was going to get a little bit more support than we needed. When we ran our first all-star tournament, uh, a lot of the coaches complained the regions were too big and when uh, hard to find players, they didn't know who the player was. So we went to 16 regions. Uh, if we were smarter, I, I believe we would have went to the 24 regions. We would have been lined up with the FACA. So uh, one of the things that you always have to learn is, that, you know, mistakes are some, should be something that we learn from. And, it, and it's, if it's something we could correct, let's correct it. So I think that a bylaw change uh, would help us there. The other thing it would do is our organization, truthfully, is like no other organization. Um, you know, probably about the, if we're lucky, 10% of the people work their butt off uh, to grow the organization and do things better. Uh, some people say, and, you know, want other people to do it. Some people looking for titles. I mean, we're no different than any organization. So the more people we can get into these areas, I think that the better chance we have. We have a larger pool to draw from to get workers and to sit there and accomplish our goals. Uh, second uh, recommendation, recommendation I'll make is that the uh, board uh, do away with the uh, executive, temporarily do away with the executive director position until we have, have a funding source for our organization so we could put together proper budgets and everything. Uh, right now, uh, one of the things that I learned after accepting this here, uh, position, I think it was in 2012, because we had presidents coming in and out. I think uh, at that time we had a, the incoming president was going to be an athletic director, so they weren't accepting that. And 
uh, I took that position when the board uh, uh, recommended, appointed me to that there. But looking for people to give an endowment to sit there and run this, usually what they want to do is, what's the executive director, what's their salary, what's the budget? Uh, truthfully, when we applied for the uh, uh, USTA Florida, for funding for our regional training, uh, we felt there was a deserving thing. I still feel it's a deserving thing that needs help. If they could help USPTA and other organizations, I felt they could do there. But it was pointed out to me that, you know, we really didn't have a budget. The budget was if we ran short, I put money in. And if, uh, uh, as an executive director, it wasn't impressive that you got a $1 salary uh, plus expenses. So, um, and, and looking at it at first, while there was extreme disappointment that they weren't going to fund us, I can understand where they're coming from, too. I can understand their position, and I've heard that position with other people I've talked to before. So it is a problem, uh, which probably will mean that we need some kind of committee to coming up to help the president, because we can only ask the president can do so much. We have the same problem that tennis has. Uh, tennis, uh, most schools pay a coach for three months out of the year, and their coaching responsibilities are a year-round thing, and that's why I say we got to we have to get to the point where board of educations are recognizing uh, this here and uh, giving more than this stuff. And uh, we're asking people like our president and our incoming our board members and everything to do an awful lot, and they have other things that they're doing besides volunteering their time to here. So I think that's one of the other things that uh, I will be uh, bringing up. Uh, I have heard uh, from other people about uh, Committee for Public Relation and uh, the uh, uh, tennis, uh, the training, I'm sorry, training coordinator should be a, a board position. There's... Uh, I think that's a good argument there, but I will let those people bring that up and support that the way they are. I would also encourage you that if you have an idea, bring it up. You know, these are things I'm bringing up because I think that they're good. Uh, if they get knocked down, you know, I can live with that. It's our organization. It isn't one person's organization. So, you know, you have ideas. Uh, you might get rejected this time, but it might be an idea that you go with later on and that they adopt it. It might be good. There's ideas that I still wonder. Uh, when I was on the USTA Florida Board of Directors, uh, we reduced our position and cut me and other people out of a job because the Board of Directors should be uh, smaller and it's easier to manage. Yes, it's easier to manage, but making it smaller, is that better? Are we cutting out the uh, input? And I think we are. And that's so. I have mixed feelings on votes that I've taken. So this is what we are. So I ask you, I remind you that next week we will not have a broadcast because next Thursday we'll be too busy with the FACA workshop. Please 
be there at the Orlando Mall. Uh, but I do have some outstanding guests lined up for October and November. So please tell your friends about the broadcast. Have them come in. I understand that they can't uh, uh, come in, uh, you know, listen live in many cases. But I don't listen live to Lisa's show or the Chuck show. So the great thing about Blog Talk Radio is you can listen at your time. So have a blessed week. I will talk with you again, hopefully, in two weeks, and I look forward to seeing you at the workshop. Take care. Have a blessed week. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.